Welcome to the Ball and Breakfast Podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us again. We recently posted a, an Eastern Conference uh, NBA kind of rundown of, of what's going to happen this week in the playoffs. Um, fresh on YouTube. Uh, go there. Check it out. If you want, leave us a comment. Let us know what you think of our predictions. Plug any teams that you think are going to come out of the East this year. Um, or if you just want to stick to the first round, just you know, let us know about an upset or, or what have you. Um, you know, we're really starting to build momentum here, <laughs> publishing content, getting things rolling. Um, you know, if you're on Apple, leave us a review. If you're on YouTube, you know, subscribe to our channel. Instagram, we're firing, we're firing away stuff, you know, by the day. And uh, we have Linktree, uh, you know, linked in our bio. So just go there. You'll find where all of our content is located, whether it's video, audio. And, uh, you know, we just really appreciate any support you may be able to provide. Um, as for tonight's episode, we're gonna we're gonna move over to the Western Conference. Uh, there is a game scheduled for tonight between the the Pelicans and Spurs. So we're we're you know recording this before the game goes live. So so trust in us that we're you know giving you some accurate you know, predictions here. But uh, I guess just looking at the landscape of where things are, um, you know the one through six seeds right now in the West are, are locked. It's the Phoenix Suns at the number one, Memphis Grizzlies, Golden State Warriors. Dallas Mavericks, Utah Jazz, and the Denver Nuggets. And then we have two play-in tournament games, uh, the seven-seed Minnesota Timberwolves versus the Los Angeles Clippers at the eight-seed. Um, in the nine-seed, we have the New Orleans Pelicans against the number 10-seed San Antonio Spurs. Uh, we covered this in the Eastern Conference video, but just so you know, the play-in tournament goes that there's going to be a one-game playoff between the seven and eight-seeds and then the nine and ten-seeds. The winner of the 7-8 matchup is the number seven seed. The loser of that will play the winner of the 9-10 and 10 seed game. And then the winner of that game will be uh, declared the eight seed for the Western Conference. And then we'll you know, begin a traditional 18 playoff. But before we dive into the teams and, and you know, our predictions, I just first want to ask Wayne, uh, what do you think of the play-in tournament um, in general, this new in- innovation for the game, and uh, you know, what it could mean for other sports uh, in you know, in that sense too. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I've always been a fan of kind of like, I, th- I think a lot of uh, uh, professional organizations are now trying to capture some of that March madness uh, type of uh, craziness, right? Where one game can cause a snowball effect. Uh, so, you know, I, I, as a fan, I, I like it. Um, I think it does add in some value when you're a fringe team kind of like, Oh, I'd like to have a chance in the playoffs. And, you know, it would be, it would be fantastic if say like a team like, you know, the Spurs at the 10th seed could make a run for it. Right. Like how crazy would that be? You know? Um, so I think it's good for the game good for the fans. I think overall, um, you know, is it maybe great for the players, especially for your top teams? Like, oh, okay, great. One more game to play or something like that. But um, in the end of the day, I think, you know, the fans want to see good basketball. And, you know, if you're a 10th seed team that has, you know, maybe had a bad um, beginning of the season, but, you know, through injuries or something like that, and then all of a sudden you start picking up momentum, then I think it's good for the game, good for, you know, those kinds of teams too. So, yeah, as an NBA fan, I like it. Um, uh, but at the same time, I know I can understand, like, the players being like, ah, more more games, more waiting time and all that. But yeah. How do you feel about it? I like it to an extent. I mean, I think it gives a proper dopamine hit right before the playoffs start. <laughs> sure. you know, like, 
two matchups and then one matchup to, to kind of seal everything else. And, you know, like you're saying with the uh, March madness bracket, I mean, that's, that's really carried the torch, I think for um, really how playoffs should feel or how, you know, tournament should be set. It just has that kind of uh, intrigue on a game by game basis. And, you know, I I think it, it serves a good purpose. I think one edit I would make is, and I kind of feel this way about sports and playoffs in general, but Mm -hmm. if there's, a team that's under 500 or, or more teams that are under 500 that they get a chance to play in. I think those teams should just be eliminated. I, I think, I think it'd be fair to say like, Hey, look at the Eastern yeah. conference. There's 10 teams that were 500 or better. Let's look at the Western conference. There's only eight. And then these last two are, yeah. you know, maybe there's like some, some things you could create where it's like, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, uh, Philadelphia Eagles for, for being seven and nine this one season, like you don't make the playoffs. Like, unfortunately you gotta be or better, but um, in any case, uh, you know, I'll leave it there, but uh, yeah, just wanted to kind of throw that out there. Yeah, I know for sure. And one more thing to add on there, like I've always been more of a fan of like uh, kind of getting rid of the conferences a little bit, or at least divisions when it comes to some of that, it's like, you know, if you're in a really crappy uh, division and you, you matched 500 or something like that, it's like, do you really deserve like the fourth seed or third seed or something just based off that? I don't think so. I think it ought to be more so on your overall record uh, from there. So yeah, especially with all the, you know, home field advantage, I think it's definitely something to, to call out, you know, for the NBA. So, but yeah, I, I can definitely see that point of view for sure. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It seems, especially in the NBA that the the divisions don't really matter all that much. I mean, for football, I feel like it, it's pretty clear that they have to play each other twice and they don't play any other teams twice. So winning your division actually matters. But yeah, you know, it just kind of it makes no sense once you kind of get to the actual, uh, you know, bracket, you know, setup and everything like that. And it's like, did those division titles actually mean anything? Right. Yeah, for sure. So um, so I guess I'll just leave it there. Um, but let's dive into the play on, you know, the play in tournament in general and the matchups coming up. Uh, let's start with tonight's matchup. Yeah. Um, how do you feel um, with the Pelicans and Spurs playing at the nine and 10 seeds? Yeah, no, this is actually a, a, you know, I was reading up more on the teams and just kind of seeing like how they were progressing th- during their seasons and everything like. Um, I think it's a really cool matchup. Uh, I'll definitely try to be watching after <laughs> after this for sure. But, you know, uh, DeJounte Murray, like, you know, I, I knew he was battling through some sickness. So I think he was kind of doubtful or maybe not doubtful, but there was questions if he might participate for tonight. It looks like he might be playing. So, you know, I just don't see them Spurs, to be honest, winning if Murray isn't playing uh, just because of what he means for the team. And then, you know, they don't have as much ammunition, I think, all around. Um, and especially with the way that the Spurs play uh, and how they play to their potential, they're very much a pace, uh, a pace and space more so team uh, these days. And DeJounte Murray is just great at that and, and being a playmaker. So, you know, if he's playing great, but I might, I think overall, uh, I just think that the New Orleans Pelicans uh, with Ingram, uh, with McCollum, um, and then Jonas uh, Valachunas, I think that you know, those three players are, are really solid staples for them that I don't think the Pelicans have a match for. So in this matchup, I'm going to go with the the Pelicans uh, as, as much of a, you know, I'd like to see the Spurs kind of like, you know, resurrect themselves after this, uh, you know, Tim Duncan era. I, I just don't see it um, them going that far this year, at least. So, um, but with that being said, you know, the Spurs, uh, I'm glad that they're getting some, some sunlight, I think in this, uh, in this playoffs. So 
Yeah. No, I, I mean, I think that those are all fair points. I was actually just taking a look at whether or not Murray was going to be active tonight and it kind of, uh, it's a little cloudy. It seems like there could be yeah. some gamesmanship here. So, uh, you know, I think your caveats um, are, are fair um, just as far as the Spurs go. Um, I wanted to do a little digging in with the New Orleans Pelicans. So I kind of pulled up what happened after the CJ McCollum trade because, you know, it's a completely different team when you bring in mm-hmm. a guy of his caliber and kind of seeing how they went. Um, and it was around February uh, 9th where that kind of started. Um uh, since the time they were acquired McCollum, they've been 14 and 14, which is pretty average. Um, Spurs have also been 14 and 14 over that same stretch. So it's kind of like, I kept looking at different areas in which these teams kind of, you know, could be, could be, you know, one better than the other. And I think what I'm ultimately coming to is, you know, without Zion Williamson, um, which is another conversation probably for another day, um, you know, just out in general and, you know, I've heard that Brandon Ingram might be a game-time decision tonight, too, with the Pelicans. I kind of just looked at, you know, how are these rosters constructed and and uh, which one would I have more confidence in, you know, in a game like tonight. And, uh, you know, it is one game, but I'm, I'm going to actually go with the Spurs in this one. Um, you know, they've got Murray, they've got um, Vassal, they've got, you know, Kelvin Johnson, um, Jacob Podol. They got a decent bench. It's like, I just feel like they have a little bit more depth and they have guys that probably can guard, you know, multiple positions. Whereas the Pelicans to me feel kind of, you know, five deep at this point. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think, you know, McCollum's a great scorer. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas has had a career year, you know, being the full-time center there. He's probably been, you know, their MVP over the course of the of the season. But um, it just feels like... <sighs> You know, if, if Ingram's not at full strength and, you know, no Zion and you're kind of going up against Greg Popovich, who's been there and done it, I just kind of have this gut instinctual feeling that they might, you know, knock him off tonight. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no. And I was I was definitely on the brink of this. I think I switched back and forth. So uh, several times, I think. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm going to I'm going to stand firm on my Pelicans pick. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I like the way that the Spurs uh play overall and then uh Greg Popovich it's like it's always hard to uh kind of go against him there so but yeah I'm gonna go against you here and uh pick pick the Pelicans and see see if they can do it without Zion for sure yeah that sounds good um so we're a good split there um how about in the seven and eight matchup between the uh the Timberwolves and the Clippers yeah no this is a good one too I I kind of got split on this a little bit too um Again, going back and forth, uh, you know, with the Clippers, uh, you know, more of a veteran squad, you know, with uh, Timberwolves, definitely much more of uh, a younger up and coming team more so of with some, you know, with D'Angelo Russell and Towns, um, who I think I think Russell might have played in the playoffs before and, and Towns for one season. So, you know, not totally new, but, um, you know, I guess there, as a as kind of an organization for, you know, at least the past several years, just not used to that winning uh, attitude or w- that winning uh, 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 that winning culture yet, um, and with the Clippers, they've definitely have battled injuries. Uh, and who knows? I think this is the th- this is definitely the the thing I've been thinking about is like which which Paul George are we going to see? Are we going to see playoff P or are we going to see pandemic P? Right? <laughs> we have to see which one shows up. If it's playoff P, it's hard to go against a good playoff P um, in the playoffs. 
uh, with the, you know, just with the, the assets that the Clippers have right now, even without, um, even without Kawhi Leonard. So, and uh, I think possibly also Luke Kennard as well. So if that's the case, you know, if playoff P shows up, you know, I don't think that the Minnesota Timberwolves have anything to, uh, to that, to counter that really. Um, so in, in my pick for this, and again, I went back and forth, I think at the final second, um, you know, as much as, as I'd like to see Pat Beverly get, you know, get that chip on his shoulder against the Clippers, his former team and all that, I am actually gonna have to go with the Clippers in this one. Um, you know, I, I think the Clippers are just a better defensive team. Minnesota, you know, like I said, they're still young. Um, I think that, you know, uh, Anthony Edwards, it, it's great that he made some strides, uh, I think this year, but I, I don't think it's his time yet. I think they'll all probably take a, a ne- their next step probably next season. Uh, but I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to go with the Clippers here. I think we see a decent Paul George outing. Um, and then they have, you know, some other assets too, to help out with uh, the scoring load. Um, and I, I think that with Batum, between Batum, George and Mann, they'll hold off on the, on Anthony Edwards going off uh, as well as some of their other players too. So yeah, going with the Clippers in this one. So yeah. What's your take? No, I, I, I'm going right with you. Um, You know, kind of looking at some recent matchups that they've had. I mean, they've like absolutely obliterated the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, the Thunder, which, you know, isn't the biggest victory, but still, I mean, putting them away by 40 plus points is still notable in the last game of the year. Uh, they knocked off the Suns, you know, in a, cl- in a tight matchup uh, recently. And it's just, you know, kind of looking down the line, it's, it's, it's uh, who's going to be, you know, the, the savior tonight. And, uh, you know, Robert Covington's had a big, you know, breakout game and Norman Powell as well. And then it's, you know, um, you know, kind of looking down that line. I mean, Reggie Jackson's had a solid year the entire year and, and, you know, you're naming off, you know, obviously Paul George and, you know, man and others, but it's like they have a new hero every single night. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, they've been playing pretty hot, you know, lately. And I'm kind of with you with the Wolves. I mean, I like the names and I like, you know, how they've come together this year. Um, you know, Towns, Russell, you know, Beverly and, um, you know, Anthony Edwards watching him kind of break out. And, you know, I like that he's like for Minnesota too. It's pretty rare that you get guys who are like going to, you know, grandstand and be, you know, waving a flag for Minnesota, but it's like kind of bringing some pride back to that franchise, which, you know, has really needed it, um, you know, over the last couple of decades, um, you know, especially since KG left, but, um, you know, I still think the Wolves are a good team. I just kind of, you know, I feel like Clippers going to, you know, come in with that experience, come in with that comfort and just, you know, take care of business, um, you know, with their, their strength and numbers. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah. I mean, uh, again, I was torn. I think I switched in the last second. I think I even marked Minnesota on my list here. But no, after thinking about it, yeah, I think it's the Clippers, um, you know, and I, I think one thing for me that's you know, that kind of solidified a little bit it is, you know, I, I, I'm i just not seeing Towns going off for one, but then also his defense, defense and down low and, you know, um, uh, just Minnesota's defense in general. So that's where I see like, the Clippers, you know, again, in the playoffs, you got to have a good defensive team to, to move forward. So that's where I see the Clippers and their veteran experience just kind of taking over. So, yeah. I think that's pretty fair. Um, so I guess that would set you up in your eight seed for a Wolves Pelican uh, Pelicans matchup. What do you think that's going to, you know, uh, turn out to be? Yeah. Wolves versus Pelicans. Uh, I think that's a, that's, that, that'll be a fun matchup. I think. Um, ah, you know, the Pelicans definitely have somewhat of a veteran presence for sure. 
Um, but then, you know, the wolves, they, they, that, that youthful exuberance, you know, uh, if, if there is a team that I'm like, maybe they, they could u- utilize more veteran presence and then that should help stabilize. I think their, uh, their culture, their locker room, and then, you know, the team in general, I, it would definitely be the wolves. I think, uh, maybe not Jimmy Butler, but you know, somebody, somebody that, that has a little bit of moxie there, I, I think could definitely benefit them. Um, I'll probably go with the wolves. I'll probably go with the wolves. I think they just have, you know, maybe a little too much talent uh, you know, offensively, uh, compared to, you know, what the Pelicans have to offer. Um, that being said, I think you mentioned before, like Valachunas, he's been kind of their MVP. So if he can, you know, kind of muscle out towns, uh, then, you know, then I think they they stand a good chance for sure. Uh, but you know, they don't have Zion, they don't have, you know, some other assets like that, uh, versus the wolves who are, uh, pretty much healthy overall. Uh, and, you know, I, I think, you know, getting defeated by the Clippers maybe might be a nice, like, okay, this is the playoffs. Maybe we uh, ought to, you know, focus more, get things together a little bit more. So I'll go with the Wolves for this one. Yeah. I, I agree too. In my matchup, it'd be the Wolves versus the Spurs. I just think they're going to get, you know, maybe kicked in the teeth a little bit by the Clippers. That'll wake them up. Um, you know, they want, want to have this year be remembered as a year where they were, you know, penciled in for the seventh seed and then ultimately didn't make the playoffs. So I think they just have, you know, a little bit too much backbone. And, uh, you know, I just can't see a guy like Pat Beverly <laughs> not being able to rally up. Uh, you know, Russell has been around the block. Towns who, you know, needs to get in the playoffs. He needs to... Yeah get that experience and really, you know, start to establish himself, you know, whether he's going to be a longtime Timberwolf or, you know, uh, a guy who joins another super team down the line, but it's just like, it's his time. And, uh, you know, it's not the Spurs time in my mind. I think that I actually really love their roster and I love what they're, you know, trying to do, Um, you know, may take a couple more years to get, you know, a couple more big pieces for them, but um, I think they'll put up a respectable matchup, but I'll ultimately, you know, pick the Wolves taking the eight seed. Yep. I agree. So I guess, um, you know, I'm trying to look at our scenarios here. Um, so it feels like we're pretty much locked. Then we have the Clippers at seven and the wolves flipping, you know, to the eight seed there. So mm-hmm. if we're just going to go down the line with how it's currently ranked, uh, you know, the first match I'll look at is the, the one seed Phoenix suns, um, based on the wolves. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's pretty exciting. I think both it's, it would definitely be a nice scoring, uh, scoring, uh, uh, competition in game and everything there. So, um, great to see a lot of the young talent kind of uh, competing against each other, but yeah, got to go with the Suns here. Uh, I mean, I don't know what else to say. They're, they're, they're playing like the best team in, in the NBA right now. So, uh, I, I just don't see, I think defense, like I mentioned before, they're, uh, Suns just have a lot better defense. They know how to u- utilize their length. Um, so I, I just th- see them slowing down the Timberwolves offense, uh, which is, you know, m- I think they were number ranked number one in pace. Uh, and I think like top five overall in terms of offense, but then their defensive rating was like 20 something. So, you know, just not, just not up to par for a team like the Suns. So yeah, I got to go with the Suns here. Yeah, this is a, a no brainer for me. I mean, the more time that goes by in this season and throughout this year, the more I'm starting to love the Suns. And yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's hard not to when you know you just look across the line and they've got you know the best record against teams with 500 records or better, mm-hmm. you know, the best plus minus in the league. Uh, they're the best team in 10 point games, so they're they're blowing teams out, and they have the best home and, and a really strong away record uh, to boot. And it's just like 
you look down that line, I mean, Mikael Bridges, um, DeAndre, DeAndre Ayton, they're legitimate third pieces for a championship team. I mean, yeah. it's their year to kind of break out and show, you know, I can be the Chris Middleton or I can be the Drew Holiday for this year and, you know, really carry our team to the next, uh, you know, step, which they were right there last year. They were so close. And it's like, I think they're going to come out like gangbusters in that first round. I mean, I don't even think, uh, you know, wolves need to be covered in this sense. I'm just going to really say, I think it's going to be either a sun sweep or it's going to be five games. Yeah, no, if they pull out one, I think that's a good, I guess, moral victory for the Timberwolves. But yeah, like you were saying, uh, I think the Suns are playing with a chip on their shoulder. Um, you know, part of me also is kind of cheering for Chris Paul just to win one. You know, the NBA really screwed him over with the that LA trade, LA Lakers trade, right? That that could have been that um, was blocked. Of course, now it's like that's that was the trade, like that was what got blocked. Uh, you know, especially with these days and everything. So, right, um, yeah, I just don't see the Timberwolves uh, really competing too much there. So, yeah, I mean, ditto on Chris Paul. I, He's like a Steve Nash character in a way where it's just like, man, this guy's been so good and, and so good for the game and has really made, you know, teammates look better. I mean, his time in Houston with James Harden, I always felt like, oh, Chris Paul's the scapegoat. You know, Chris Paul's the reason why they're not getting over the hump. And then, you know, he goes to the Thunder and he becomes uh, just an absolute floor general uh, franchise leader and just brings him to, you know, playoff contention. They really showed up in the in the bubble. And it's like, since then, you know, he's carried the Suns to another, you know, stratosphere. It's like the Suns were complete, you know, completely uh, forgettable, a complete disaster of a franchise before he got there. And it's just like the light switch just went on and it's like Chris Paul just took the floor and, and really, I think probably made Devin Booker, you know, Aton uh, Bridges. I mean, probably took those guys and really, you know, taught them what it's like to be, you know, a, a star and a pro in this league. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you know, jumping down to the two versus seven seed, um, we've got the Memphis Grizzlies uh, who will play the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah, no, this is a great matchup. Uh, again, though, uh, Clippers don't have Kawhi Leonard. And I think that's that's the key thing for at least this series, uh, I'd say. Uh, Grizzlies, man, uh, one of the top scoring teams out there, but also really solid on defense. Um, definitely young. I think that's the one. Welcome to the Ball and Breakfast down, podcast. Uh, thanks like for joining us again. We recently posted a, an Eastern and, Conference you know, the team that they have, NBA they have kind of rundown of, of what's uh, going to happen this week in the playoffs. Uh, you know how to, uh, um, fresh uh, on YouTube. Uh, go there. Uh, check it out. Control. If you want, leave us a comment. Um, let us know what you think of our predictions. Plug any teams that you think are going to come out of the East this year. Or if you just want to stick to the first round, let us know about an upset or what have you 42 percent um, you know we're like really starting to build momentum good. here um, <laughs> publishing content getting things rolling shots a game, um so you know if you're on apple really good leave us a review um, you're on so youtube you know, subscribe to our channel instagram we're firing um, we're firing away said, stuff again, you know by the day and uh, we have link tree uh you know linked in our bio so just go there defense you'll find where all of our content is located whether it's video audio and you know we just really appreciate any support you may be able to provide if you're going to get beat, if I'm the Clippers, um, as for tonight's like, episode, we're going to we're going to move over to the Western right? Conference. Uh, there's a game other players scheduled for tonight uh, between the, the Pelicans and Spurs. So we're like that, right? we're you know, um, recording this but, before the game uh, goes live. So, so trust in us that we're you know giving you accurate predictions here. But my pick is I guess just looking at the landscape of where things are. Yeah, I have one through six seeds right now. I don't think this is going to be just a Phoenix Suns number two seed knocking off Memphis Grizzlies. 
Golden you know, State as far Warriors, as playoff experience goes, Dallas Mavericks, you know, the, the Utah Jazz, and the Denver point. Nuggets. Um, you know, Clippers walk in as the playing tournament games. The seven seed Minnesota Timberwolves. So the Grizzlies is really their first time at the dance. It's like. Um, in the ninth yeah, seed, we have the New Orleans you know, Pelicans against the number ten seed San Antonio Spurs. Think that he just walks uh, we covered in this in the Eastern Conference video, but just so you know, but, uh, the play-in tournament goes. There's going to be a one-game playoff between the seven and eight seeds. You know, they got a pretty and deep, ten seeds. Uh, array of the winner of the seven eight matchup, maybe number seven seed coffee. The loser of that will be the winner of the nine and ten seed game. They're going to come at you from all That game, I think the one thing that helps Memphis the eight obviously home court advantage, but. You know, they've got some good bench pieces as well. Off. I mean, I feel like they match up pretty well. Before we dive into the teams and, and you know, you know, our predictions, I just first you know, want to ask Wayne, uh, what do you think of the play Tyler Anderson um, in general? Um, this new and you know, kind of go along with a really nice starting five. You know, um, what it could mean for other sports. But I'm going to stick uh, with you. I think that this one will go about six games. That's a great question. I'll stick with the Grizzlies. Yeah, you I know, think I'm about six. I've always been a maybe, fan maybe kind it of is like, I think series, a lot of that, but uh, I'm thinking I'm looking at uh, a six-game series. Professional uh, organization, again, like you mentioned, just the playoff experience trying to capture some of that have, March madness um, and, type of, you know, uh, craziness, they have a lot of right, just good one game players in general. So, snowball effect. You know, uh, if they had a so, Kawhi Leonard, you know, yeah, this I, thing would be definitely different. I like it. You know, him for maybe like a month. it does add in some value squadron into your playoffs. This would definitely be a different type of matchup. I'd like to have a chance in the playoffs. He really is the X factor. It would be fantastic. Um, if, say, yeah, maybe like, if the Clippers you know, had like, the Spurs and the Luke Kennard healthy too, they can run uh, for that it, adds right? a little bit more How offense. How crazy would that be? Uh, you know, that's sometimes you know, that they um, were so kind of lacking in I think it's good for the game, good for the fans, but, I think, overall. Um, yeah. Uh, you like know, you said, I is think it maybe great for the players, I think they'll, especially they'll, if you're a top team, you'll get out of this okay, round one for sure, more game but, to play or um, something like that. Yeah, it, but it, it won't be easy. Um, in the end of the day, like, I think you know, it won't the fans be as easy as, good say, like what the Suns are doing. You know, if you're a potentially team to, uh, that has so. you know, maybe had a bad... Yeah, now, what if, uh, the game what if of the Kawhi season, just happens to... like that, And then all of a sudden you start picking up momentum. Then I think it's good for the game, good for those You know, it's a hard one, but... As an NBA fan... But honestly speaking, like, what if... But the Clippers just threw caution to the wind a little bit and said, going, okay, we, more, we heard from Kawhi. Um, waiting time and all that. He'll be but, back. Yeah, We're going to have to limit it. his minutes, but uh, I like it to an extent. We'll you know, I mean, I think he gives him a game proper dopamine hit. Does that right change? You know, does that, does that <laughs> buy him a victory? Two matchups or like and then one matchup to, to kind of steal oh, everything man. else. I mean, and, you know, like, like you're saying with the March Madness bracket, and that's like, that's really carried the torch, I think, like, for that, uh, like how really how playoffs like should feel or how like, you know, NBA tournament should be set. It just has that kind of uh, intrigue on a game by game basis. And, you know, I, I think it, it serves a good purpose. I think one edit I would make is, and I kind of feel this way about sports and playoffs in general. But if there's a team that's under 500 or more teams that are under 500 that they get a chance to play in, I think those teams should just be eliminated. Um, I just like, hey, uh, look at these. Yeah. I'd love to see it. Ten I, teams I, I that were 500 I, or better. That would be, that would the be crazy if you did. Like yeah, two are, with the healthy yeah. Grizzly squad. Uh, Maybe there's yeah, like some, it'll be hard some things you could create where it's be like, fun thing you know, I'm there. sorry, uh, you know, Philadelphia Eagles for one could only hope that he shows up. You don't make the playoffs. I think we're both in agreement there. Um, in any case, um, uh, let's jump yeah, over to our, uh, our, our favorites. Yeah, just wanted to the, uh, kind of throw that State out there. Warriors. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And one more thing. Taking on one of your favorite teams, uh, at least in the last like, couple episodes, you've mentioned uh, the Denver kind of Nuggets. Getting rid of the yeah. conferences a little bit, or at least yeah, the divisions no, when it comes to yeah, some of that. It's, it's like, you know, if man, you're in a really crappy division and you match 500 or something like that, it's like, 
this do you really deserve I, like the fourth it's seed because I've seen like Jokic just based off that. Been playing out I don't of think mind, so. I think like, out of the past more month so on your overall record, really this whole season uh, from there. Especially so, the past yeah, month, especially kind of just, like, with trying to make the, you know home field advantage. Uh, push I think it's definitely something from playoff position, you know, for the NBA in general. But yeah, they don't have Porter. They don't have Jamal Murray. Point of view for sure. They've done a decent job. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It seems especially in the NBA that the the divisions don't really matter all that much. I mean, for football, I feel like it's pretty clear that they have. To play each other twice like, and they don't play any other they teams twice so then, right winning your division uh, actually playing, matters um, but yeah it's just kind of it makes uh, no sense once you kind of get to the actual um, uh you know i think this, bracket, this will be a fun you know, setup and everything like that and it's that like for sure is did those division say, titles but, actually mean anything uh people right. for, keep on forgetting yeah, for sure Warriors so, have so i guess i'll just leave it there um but let's dive into the play on you know the play in tournament in general and the matchups coming up let's start with tonight's matchup how do you feel um with the Pelicans um, and, and the Spurs playing at the nine well, ten seeds. Uh, being able to yeah, no, this is actually a, so a, I have you know, to go with the Warriors more here. The teams and just kind of seeing man, like, you know, I really like the way that during their season the Nuggets thing are, like, are constructed. Um, I think it's a really uh, cool matchup. Kind of I'll definitely try to be watching that, after. That, I think Jack kind of after this for sure. Uh, you know, especially uh, against DeJounte like Murray, Warriors, like, you know, I, I knew he was starting to get healthy. Sickness, uh, I think you know, it was kind of doubtful. It sounds like Steph Curry may not play. There was questions if he might participate. But yeah, for tonight, it looks like, like he might be playing. The rest so, of the games in the series. You know, so, I just don't uh, see that's the case. Maybe the Yaz winning you know, pull out a game or two. Just because of what he means for the team. And then they don't have as much ammunition, I think, already. Yeah, I'm with you. And especially with the way that I mean, you've pretty much covered what I feel about the Denver Nuggets. I mean, they kind of remind me of... Uh, today's New York Mets, more as so far as, team, you know, they have, uh, these days, <laughs> they've got some names, you're just like, and being a God, if only so, Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer could just be great, healthy, like, what a great team this I is, and it's like, uh, it's unfair as a fan, because you're just like, New Orleans Pelicans. I'd love to see Jokic, um, Murray, um, uh, and Porter Colum, show up with their guys, because there's still guys on that team, you know, Morris, and, you know, Aaron Gordon, and, you know, they've got some other guys that are our true NBA players, kind of like, I'd just uh, love to see as, them square off against of a, the Warriors I because, Spurs kind of I mean, like, you like you're know, saying with Curry, he's hobbled and, after this, you know, uh, you know Tim Duncan it, era. I, he'll I come back in the same sense of um, I'm like I'm going Golden State Warriors, I'm thinking, so, you know, let's um, let's take it easy almost on Steph because I don't want to say it's like in the bag, but in the same sense, if you've got, you know, eight guys you can pull from that, you can bring out of energy, you've got your points on Clay, you know, Taking a look at whether or not Murray is going to be active tonight, and as it is, is uh, but you, you know, it's a little cloudy. It cool seems and, like there could be know, some Damian Lee in here. Got, so, uh, um, you know, I think you know, your Kamiya and, and Moody are, are and, fair. And their youth, um, it's just kind of far like Spurs go. They've just got um, so many different pieces digging in with the New Orleans. Almost like they could defend their way. Kind of pulled up what happened after the CJ McCollum trade. They still got some. You know, it's a completely different team when you bring out a guy like Shalver and kind of seeing how they. You know, I'm going to go with you here. I think around February. I think it's going to be Warriors that. Kind of started um, since the time they yeah, acquired McCollum. They like to say more just because of Jokic and which kind of how pretty average of a you know, basketball um, player he is from a Spurs of all passing perspective and over that same you know, scoring rebounding. Just so it's kind of like um, I kept looking at different watch, areas in which these teams kind of. Yeah. You know, could be yeah, could no, be you know one better than the other. It's kind of sad. What I'm ultimately coming to watch, is like, you know, without Zion Williamson, and, you know, um, be on the sideline, which is another so. conversation um, probably for yeah, another the day. Full um, nuggets, you know, just out in general. Awesome I've heard you know, that Brandon case, Ingram might yeah, be a game time decision tonight to the Pelicans. I kind of just looked at maybe 
you know, how are these rosters constructed uh, and maybe in the beginning, and, uh, so which one would I have yeah, more you bring confidence up a good point, in, though, you know, in a game like tonight, and, uh, to beat the Nuggets, you know, like maybe it is one game, game but like, I'm, I'm going to actually go with the Spurs like Curry this chill. one, um, <laughs> right. you know, they've got so, Murray, you know, they've got um, Vassal, uh, they've got about in you know, Kelton Johnson, Jacob Podol, they've got a decent bench, it's like, I just feel like they have a little bit more depth, and they have guys that probably can guard, you know, multiple positions, whereas Pelicans to me feel kind of so, you know, yeah. five deep at this and point. Um, in the last mm-hmm. matchup we had here is the four or five seed. You know, McCollum's a great um, score. We got the Dallas Mavericks uh, against Jonas Valanciunas. How do you feel about that career one? year? You know, being the full time yeah, center no, there, he's probably been uh, you know, their MVP over the course of the, of the season. But um, my, I guess it just feels like doing really you know, if Ingram's not at full strength and you know, no Zion and kind of going up against Greg Popovich, who's been there and done it. I just kind of have this gut. I am going to go with the Mavericks. They might, you know, not. I think, yeah, for sure. The Mavericks, ever yeah, since no, that trade I was, with, uh, I was definitely on right when they got rid of Porzingis back and forth. So, um, uh, <laughs> there are several times they're a better think, team. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it seems, it seems uh, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand um, for my Pelicans. Seventeen of the last, uh, but yeah, like I said, I like the way that like, the Spurs um, uh, play overall. You know, I, I think with uh, regards to that, it's just like always hard to kind of go against. I think with so. Uh, but the yeah, I'm going to go here and actually uh, playing pick, better. Pick the uh, Pelicans and overall, see, um, see if they can do it score more points, Zion, more sure. efficient, and all that. Yeah, that um, sounds good. Um, I think with so the we're a good split there. Ball, you know, um, around, how about in the seven uh, Luka, and eight matchup between uh, more the, uh, so the big Timberwolves and the Clippers? Like, yeah, no, this is a good one too. I kind of got stuck on this a little bit. We're presenting us something wants to do a little bit more. Again, going back and forth. You know, with the Clippers, I think in the end, for more of a veteran squad. With Timberwolves, definitely much more. More of um, yeah. uh, a younger, kind of worked out for both of them, more so of. With Mavericks seem to be playing a lot better. Russell and Towns, Jazz uh, um, kind of had a little think, bit of an injury bug here and there. Played in the playoffs before, um, and, and Towns just for seems one like season, there's a lot of so, talk in the you know, know circles totally of like, new, this but, might be the last um, year. Yeah, like I guess Donovan is probably going to be gone. Kind of an organization. So if that's the case, some years just not used to this might be kind of their swan song to winning. It is that winning culture yet. Um, and with the Clippers, uh, they Bojan, Bogdanovich, and then uh, Whiteside coming uh, back. Who knows? To help out with I think this there. is the, the this but, is definitely the know, like I said. I think the, the thing I've been thinking really, about really is like well, which um, which Paul George are we going to so see? I'm gonna are we going to see the playoff here. P or are we going to see pandemic P? Right? I mean, that's fair. And, and <laughs> you know, looking at the momentum, I think definitely think that gives them a it's hard to go a pretty good leg up or just like a you know good boost going into the playoffs. Just with the I'm actually going to take the Jazz. I. I, I just—it's hard for me to look at both so, rosters and, and think uh, that think even you know momentum well. aside, so that if the Mavs are going to match up, I mean, you know, cleanly up, with the Jazz. You know, I, I think that the Minnesota, you know, kind of look at Doncic. Obviously, he's like the next to, uh, to, that to kind of coming. I, I feel like of a LeBron um, James so type, just with what he can do with the ball, this, his ability to shoot, his ability to pass. I think he's just kind of. Um, you, know, you know, as a much star as that's already like you know come out, he's already going to start making you know, a fun entering the NBA. Just like Clippers, hey, you know, love to see him win a series. That'd be that'd be fun I to am watch. Have to go I just feel like he's surrounded by. Um, like fourth you know, wheels on I a championship think the, team. The are just a better defensive <laughs> Here, team. Here's Doncic and, and you know, still young. Uh, um, 
I think you that, know the, the rest you know, of the guys. Edwards, kind of, um, it, it's great that he made in a way they kind of remind uh, me of a young, year, you know, but I, Cleveland I don't think Cavaliers team yet. LeBron for center of the league and a neck, their next you know, year after year take them to the playoffs. You know, uh, but get I'm going to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think you know the semis they get blown out in the finals. It's like you know some other assets. You know, we're still yet to see if Doncic can you know take take a team far in the playoffs in the same sense. Kind of like George and you know Jalen Brunson's year two or on Anthony Edwards going off. Finney Smith is your second option too. I, so, I just take yeah, the team with the Clippers you know, Donovan Mitchell so, Rudy yeah, Gobert uh, Jordan Clarkson no, I, I, I'm going right with you like, um, and they've been yeah, there and they've done looking it. at some um, recent matchups you know, that they've had series, they've, they've, like absolutely they've pushed up against the Milwaukee you know, Bucks um, you know other uh, the teams Thunder, in the West, which, they were the one seed yeah, last year and, and you know they did take a step back but still I agree with you there's been the rumblings of points is still notable Mitchell and Gobert's year they knocked off the Suns just how much Mitchell wants in a tight matchup recently it's just you know kind of looking down the line it's Who's going to be? City, I know. I'd probably be like, man, I, and uh, you know, Los Angeles sounds pretty good right now. Or big, you know, breakout <laughs> game would be kind of cool Powell as well. And um, you know, that'd be kind of a shame. Um, you know, I, I always yeah, get kind of looking down that line. I mean, Reggie Jackson had a solid year the entire year. I don't really care about the Jazz, but I still like. You know, Cole and Durant was you know the main guy in Utah. It was hot. Nice Lately, to see Gordon Hayward become I'm like with the Wolves. I mean, you know, I like uh, the names and I like you know, the next uh, you know, sound they've come together in the same year. sense. It was um, like I feel like that that whole you know, town raised him as their star. And, you know, Beverly you know, left it. Um, you know, kind of, Anthony, I don't say Jerome's his career because he had some injuries, but you know, it kind of just feels like, like for um, Minnesota too. It's pretty rare. You know, you get guys who are just embracing that grandstand and yeah, waving a flag in Minnesota. But it's like kind of bringing some pride back. We won't be just talking about you know first round battle. You know, the last four. Backseat, um, like, you know, especially that team could be like, but, but, um, um yeah. what would you, know, you think of that? The Wolves are a good team. I just kind of, you know, I feel like Clippers going to, you know, come in with that experience, yeah. come in with that comfort, well, and just, yeah, no, you know, take care of business. To your point, um, though, yeah, you know, their, I, I their agree that numbers. the Mavericks, yeah, for like, sure. Who are these guys? I mean, they're not first Again, I was torn. I think I switched in the last second. I think I even marked for some reason they worked. But no, after thinking about it, yeah, yeah, they don't have the Clippers. I think that's the idea. You know, and I think one thing for me that's that kind of solidified uh, a little kind of help create for the team. Is, you know, um, I, I, I'm just and, not seeing Towns you know, yeah, going Jalen off Brunson, one, but then like, also his defense, uh, defense he, down low. He has and, kind of know, emerged as like um, a decent uh, point guard in Minnesota's defense NBA in general. So that's score. where I see like and kind of Clippers. Yeah, you know, in the playoffs, so you got to yeah, have a no, good defense I, I definitely agree with that. So that's where I see the Clippers and the I think for the Jazz, I'm like, Kind of taking over. Why'd you get so, rid of Joe yeah. Inglis? Like, why? <laughs> I think that's pretty fair. Um, so I guess that would set you up in he your eight like, seed for me, a Wolves Pelican like, uh, Pelicans matchup. I think he's think still crying. Uh, in Portland <laughs> turned out to be. Yeah, Wolves yeah, versus so, Pelicans. Um, uh, I think that's a but that, that'll no, be a fun matchup. I think. I think for um, me as a like as a fan uh, of basketball and you know as someone that definitely has somewhat of a veteran presence for sure. I'd rather him not be like then you know like a Tracy McGrady like. Really, that, really great that youthful you know, exuberance you know, line, offensive if, prowess. If there is a like, team that I'm like, maybe they, they could season, but, utilize more veteran um, presence, you know, and that not should help stabilize the first they're, round. Uh, their culture, uh, and, their locker room, yeah, you know, and then they're able you know, to the team in general together. It, it would definitely great, be the Wolves, uh, overall, but uh, maybe not Jimmy Butler. Yeah, to your point, though, you know, I think it does make sense. I think it has a little bit of jazz there. I think definitely benefit them. Probably um, for another defensive player. I'll probably of the year. go with the Wolves. Uh, I'll probably then, go with the Wolves. Yeah, the formula. I think having, just have uh, you know, maybe a little too much talent. Kind of, uh, uh, you know, offensively you know, filling up the stat sheet uh, compared to uh, you know, what the, the Pelicans have to offer. Man. 
Um, and then that Donovan being said, Mitchell, I think you mentioned if before, he can play like, kind of like how he did in the bubble, Judas, bubble too, he's kind of their MVP. Yeah, it's always so if he that, can, so, you know, um, kind of muscle no, I mean, it makes sense pounds, for sure. Uh, I just then, disagree. You know, so that's all. I think that <laughs> they stand a good if chance is, for sure. It's definitely a good four or five match. They don't have Zion. They don't have some other assets like that. I think the Mavs are pretty much healthy overall. I think I think you know take it in the game defeated by the Clippers might be a nice like okay this is the play. I'm with you as far as how how deep this you know series goes. I definitely see this as a seven game set. I don't think this will walk agree to in my match it'd be the Wolves whatsoever. I just think they're going to get. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking forward to some good basketball here. I mean, it's like the West is going to be pretty tough. I mean, the East is pretty much a seven seed. Looking pretty top-heavy with the exception of the Nets. Do you have any other thoughts for this Western Conference setup? Not being able to rally up any of the teams. Russell has been around the block. Towns who needs to get in the playoffs. He needs to get that experience and really start to establish himself, whether he's going to be a long time like, you know, with or, uh, Oklahoma you know, City Thunder, uh, a guy who joins another like super team Westbrook down the line, but it's that, just like those it's his are, time, and uh, you know, it's not the first time in my mind. I think that I actually really uh, love their roster, you know, and the, I love what they're you know, trying Lakers to do. Um, um, so it's, you know, it may take a couple more years to get you know a couple more big pieces for them, but the Grizzlies. Um, I think they'll so, put up a respectable yeah, matchup, I, but ultimately, for, you know, pick the Wolves, take the seed. Yeah, I agree, and. You know, it's, so it's I guess um, I think yeah, I'm trying to look at our scenarios like, here. Are the Warriors um, the best pick? I mean, those so it feels like really we're pretty much but, locked. Then um, we have the Clippers at seven and the Wolves flipping, you know, to the eighth sure. seed there. So um, and we're just going to go down the line with how it's currently ranked. How about you? First match I'll look at is the one seed Phoenix Suns facing the Wolves. What do you think? Yeah, are there any players yeah, that you're excited uh, to see? I mean, it's it, it's. I it's mean, I, I think both. I'm just going to echo your nice sentiments scoring, with the Suns because uh, you and I have both uh, been uh, competition. You know, it's easy to be a Warriors there, fan. So, it's so easy. Um, great to see a lot of the young. <laughs> and they've been so good for so long. And uh, you know, yeah, Steph Curry was on my top here. ten favorite uh, list the other I mean, day, and we just I don't know what else posted that episode. So if you have a top ten favorite player, you know, go on over to YouTube and tell us who yours is. But. No, it's it's, it's honestly um, defense. As I'm thinking about this, and as we're getting deeper into it, and I, and I don't like to flip flop, so I when I pick um, something, so I, I usually I tend to stick to it. But uh, down the Timberwolves offense. Uh, man, um, it's just getting harder and harder when I look at the Suns, and I'm just like, they have no holes. They have no holes, and defense, and they have no concerns, and you know, and they're healthy. Just not they're healthy. like the Suns. Yeah, it kind of feels like their time, and um. Yeah, yeah, this apart is from a, that a no brainer for me. Said, I mean, the more time that goes by I have season, about, and throughout this year, you know, the Western Conference overall, just how season. happy I am that yeah. the Lakers are not <laughs> it, in the playoffs. It's, it's hard not to win. You know, just, you look across the there's line. There's something so got, funny. Like, I heard today that record against teams uh, of 500 actually is like denying that he wanted plus minus and like denying that they're the best team in 10 point games. So they're blowing teams out. There's like a separate rumor that like LeBron is in really strong by the potential of Mark Jackson signing as the next Lakers coach. Down like, that line, I mean, I'm just thinking to myself, like, Mikhail Bridges or um, you know, DeAndre, the press conference is tomorrow. Legitimate third, we all know you run that franchise, we know you run every franchise you go to, to kind of um, break out. It's and just show, nice, like you, know, you said, I can be the Chris Middleton, or I can be the brand new set of teams. We're moving into a new era really of basketball to the next. Uh, don't get me wrong, I love everything they were right there last year. LeBron's contributed to the game, but in the same sense, I think they're gonna come out like gangbusters. I don't even think manufactured teams are going to be covered in this sense. I'm just 
just gonna this really will be exciting and i think there's some sleep you know, where it's gonna be whoever fun. takes it yeah, is gonna yeah, be a fun people team to watch i think class. that's a good i guess yeah for sure yeah maybe the suns yeah like you were saying uh i think the suns are playing with a chip on their shoulder um yeah. Don't say Arneos it, but uh, I think that's a wrap. Um, yeah. As far as this NBA episode goes, you know, if you have anything else to say, LA, you know, tra- speak LA, now, Lakers Lakers your piece. Right? But um, that could have been that. Yeah, um, was I mean, hey, uh, now it's like yeah, that's that was the trade. Like, that was what got blocked at us, especially these days. So who do you think? Yeah, I just don't see the. Do our picks suck? Do you want to compete too much? Do you think the Suns will actually take it? Like, yeah, I mean, did it on Chris Paul or post on Instagram? He's like a Steve Nash character in a way where it's just. Like, and, yeah, man, this guy's been so good that's, and, and that's so good for the game and has really made right, sounds good, Wayne. Know, uh, that's Wayne's water. I mean, I'm Patrick Simon Miller. Houston We're signing off for the ball brick. I'm like, oh, Chris Paul's the scapegoat. Have a good day. You know, Chris Paul's the reason why they're not getting over the hump. And then, you know, he goes to the Thunder and he becomes uh, just an absolute floor general uh, franchise leader and just brings them to, you know, playoff contention. They really showed up in the, in the bubble. And it's like since then, you know, he's carried the Suns to another – you know, stratosphere. It's like the Suns were complete, you know, completely uh, forgettable, a complete disaster of a franchise before he got there. And it's just like the light switch just went on, and it's like Chris Paul just took the floor and and really, I think, probably made Devin Booker, you know, Aton uh, Bridges. I mean, probably took those guys and really, you know, taught them what it's like to be, you know, a star and a pro in this league for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you know, jumping down to the two versus seven seed, um, we've got the Memphis Grizzlies uh, who will play the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah, no, this is a great matchup. Uh, again, though, uh, Clippers don't have Kawhi Leonard. And I think that's that's the key thing for L-